Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, wonderful. Oh, I'm just in such a great mood. I'm really feeling the Christmas spirit. Well, I'm pretty much in a good mood all the time, but I'm especially happy because other people seem to be uh, in a more lighthearted mood, and that is wonderful. So uh, I'm preparing to have a wonderful Christmas Day dinner and, um, you know, get some wonderful gifts and also give some wonderful gifts. So I'm good. How are you, daughter? What's going on on your end? I'm good. I really, you know, don't really have anything to complain about, which is always good. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing to spend time with family for, you know, the holidays. And I'm also just looking forward to, you know, great things coming in 2024. So, okay. All right. Me too, daughter. Me too. So am I. I know that was a politician response, but that's the truthful response. You know what? That is a wonderful response. That is also my response. Wonderful, daughter. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's up? We need need to let people know what we're sipping on today. Now, my I don't have a regular shot today. Um, I made myself a nice little margarita, and I use some Terramana tequila. You know, uh, the Rocks tequila. So you can wonderful. Oh, that's what's in my drink as well. Okay. All right. So let's lift our glasses to health, wealth, happiness, long life, prosperity. And good tequila. And you too. Salute to the rock. All right. Salute. Ooh, that's tasty. Okay. Delicious. All right. My oh, you know what? Football is on right now. On uh, we're recording this um on Saturday. You know, football is on. And who's playing, daughter? Oh, well, there's three different games on. I think currently uh, the Vikings are playing against the Bengals, but there's two other games on today. I don't know. Oh, you oh, you have it on that Red Rock channel you have there? What's the Red name Zone? of that channel? Red, Red Zone. Oh, Red, Red, Red Zone, not, yes. It's not on Red Zone. It's only on the NFL Network today. Uh, oh, tomorrow, oh. Will be, tomorrow will be Red Zone. Well, but, but you know what? I, Joe Burrow, uh, you know, good. I hope you hurry up and recover. But it seems like the team is holding it down while you're gone. So that's wonderful. Yeah, we'll see. We we shall see. And they finally. Well, well they've been doing a pretty good, you know, right? They've yeah. had a couple of good games in there, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not so, throwing shade at all. Just saying, you know, they've, they've been inspired by, you know, the loss of their leader. And, and though he's not on the field, he's there with them. Mm-hmm. You know, he's giving them their energy. He's giving them uh, his energy, his positive energy. Definitely. So, you know, good, good, good look for the Bengals. Now, well, who's this that got fired? There's so many okay. of them that need to go. Which well, one it, is this? It, it's, it's Brandon uh, Stanley or Stanley, whatever his name is. Uh, but he had, to me, he had a bad attitude. Not only was he not a good coach, he had a very stank attitude, I thought, for the Chargers. And so they let him go. He didn't really seem to mm. acknowledge just how bad things are. Right. Uh, okay. So, Oh, oh my, you know, uh, we need to move on to something, but I just want to let you know, as I just got a notification from uh, a client that just was wishing me a happy holidays. So that oh, was wonderful. Yeah, Shout out to, 
They oh, shout out to yeah. whichever client. Okay, uh, wonderful. Love seeing that. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. All right, Ma. Let Let's move on to some celebrities who are behaving badly, and this one is to um somebody that we really like, Michael B. Jordan. Now we know Michael B. Jordan's a uh, violent car crash was was actually caught on camera. And so mm. LAPD is looking at the video. Uh, and mm. They want to know exactly what happened behind the wheel of his Ferrari, in which it appears that Michael B. Jordan was racing. And we know that his blue Ferrari uh, somehow or another went into a parked Kia a couple of weeks ago. And they're reaching mm. out to find out why that happened. What's going well, on? Hold on. Oh. Now, hold up. Was anybody in the Kia or was it an empty Kia? Empty park Kia? It looks like it was a parked because no, but, but. I said, was it empty? Was anybody in there? Just because uh, it's parked doesn't mean sometimes people are parked sitting in their car. Sometimes they're waiting. Was I haven't empty? heard that anyone was in it. I'm sure we would have. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? You know what I want to say? Mm-hmm. Now, listen, you always got to make lemonade out of the lemons. Mm-hmm. So right on to that Kia owner, because they may need to have gotten into an accident with somebody with a Ferrari. Well, what you feel me? You yeah. feel me? All right. It ain't like the Kia hit the Ferrari. It's yeah. the Ferrari that hit the Kia. So guess yeah. what? You might be driving a Ferrari soon yourself, Mr. How, Kia. Now, now listen, uh, the only thing is, well, the good thing is, is that Michael uh, didn't appear to be impaired by drugs or alcohol. So he's clear oh. on that front. Well, it seems but, like a, I rather think he was drunk out there doing that. But the he, last the last person that hit and tore up one of my cars drag racing was actually drunk. No, well, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's right. I don't. That's a whole nother story. We'll we'll leave that alone. Okay, all right. So my we also probably need to first off, uh, you know, I'm glad that nobody was hurt, and I hope that this me too. Evolves. But I saw somebody look like they were racing their cars. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, Michael, Michael. Okay, now I'm glad yeah. nobody was hurt, and you're gonna have to pay for your bad choices. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. All right. All okay. Right. All right, so um, let's move on, Ma. Uh, we know that we mentioned um, on the last episode that Draymond Green um, had been suspended indefinitely for knocking down Nurkit, who is a Phoenix Suns player. Now, Stephen A. Smith and Steve Kerr seem to get into a little bit of a disagreement because Steve Kerr did not appreciate the comments made by Stephen A. Um, in which right. he here to be criticizing uh, Steph Curry's leadership and in fact comparing it to LeBron and saying yes if it was LeBron you know people would have you know come after LeBron and ask right. oh why aren't you holding your teammate accountable I, I think that's I think that's legitimate I, th- okay. I believe that I believe that part okay that part I believe is legitimate. Go ahead, daughter. Well, um, Steve Kerr thought it was sickening and disgusting for anyone to question Curry's leadership. And Stephen A said, Steve Kerr didn't mention me by name. I'll mention Steve Kerr by name. I'm disgusted with him. No one is questioning Steph Curry as a leader. What we said was, if it was LeBron James, we would have said, where are you? Well, that is true. But you did question I, I, him. My, 
Kip I, I I believe that it is true that we would have said, "What's up, LeBron? You you know, usually you know, as a leader, you you know, we expect you to be here." And as LeBron is known to be, I believe we would have heard from him. Okay, I don't even think he would have had to go there. But in case we would have questioned it, I do believe that you were questioning his leadership totally. That is exactly the question. Mm-hmm. What type of leadership? What type of leadership? What type of leadership is this? Don't you? And guess what? And the thing about it is this. He has the right to be questioned. We question our presidents. We question our senators, our, you know, Congress people. We question our leadership. We can certainly question the leadership of one of our well, well paid, uh, preeminent uh, basketball teams. Who the hell is he that he can't be questioned about his leadership? What's wrong with you, Steve Kerr? Have you lost your mind? Now, Stephen A, don't lie and act like that's what you weren't doing because that's what you were doing. Right. And guess, and guess, and guess what? I co-signed on it. It's perfectly fine for you to do it. Maybe you don't recognize it as that, but that's the way it comes across. And you have every right to do it. We all do. Yeah, nothing I, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We can question Steve Kerr. Uh, I mean, uh, Steph Curry and Steve Kerr, and all the rest of them. We that that is our right. We can do that. Go ahead, Pay. What's up? Nothing's up. I was just listening to you talk. No, you know Steve Kerr. I'm, I'm not going with you. I'm not no. going with you. Steph, well, Steph Kerr. Steph Kerr don't walk on water. Where is he? You Would mean the other oh, wait. team? You mean. You mean um, Steph Curry doesn't Steph walk Curry. on water. I right. know what I'm saying. Steph Curry does not walk on water. He can be questioned. And Steve Curry, so can you. And so can every other living, breathing human being. We well, are all, nobody is above reproach. And we can question your leadership. Yes, we can. And you well, can answer. Right. Well, well, listen. Okay, here's the thing. I think um, I think that, that uh, Stephen A was... He can ask whatever he wants to ask, but I'm in agreement with you. Like you were, you were questioning his leadership. You didn't yeah, question. Don't, his don't deny it. Right. You right. didn't. You didn't do that. And you didn't know to go, daughter. Right. You didn't question his character. You questioned his that. leadership. Yes, and yeah. you refer to him as the baby face assassin, and you you feel you feel as though a lot of a lot of times he gets a pass because he has a baby face. And because, you know, and he's one of the smaller players and, and, you know, maybe that's, and he has a wholesome reputation. He has a very wholesome reputation. Right. 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 So, right. You know, um, and Steve Kerr probably, you know, felt some type of way about it because that's his guy. Uh, and right, so right. Just, he came to his defense. Um, but, uh, but I'm like you, you can look, listen, they're all, they're reporters. They're on TV you know, they can say what they want to say. And then here's the other thing that Stephen A said that they that wasn't mentioned in this. I remember him saying that we don't do things for, you know, clickbait. We've been on this show for 12 years and, you know, and we were number one, da, 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 blah, 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 you know, week after week after week. That's not true that you don't do things for clickbait. Uh, clickbait. You do things for clickbait. Oh, everyone! You're coming. Everyone does. Disingenuous. That's that's how you get people to continue to watch your show. Absolutely, absolutely. Guess what? What you're doing right now, Stephen A, is clickbait. Okay, stop it. 
I don't, care Stephen how, a. I don't care how popular you are. If you are a person who is on TV, if you, you right. are wanting people to tune in and you want clickbait, you do. Right. Clickbait right. to me isn't such a bad thing. It's okay, not. You know what? I don't know how he's interpreting even what he's saying, but baby, mm-hmm. believe me, as soon as he isn't uh, number one, when that happens, guess what? It'll be the result of people, you not getting the clickbait. Right. It'll be the result of not receiving clickbait. It'll be the result. You never get bigger than the people. The people is what make all public servants where they are. You are (laughs) never bigger than the people. The people put you in. The people can take you out. And it's just that simple. Now, however you want to interpret that, you can call that clickbait or not. But clickbait is how it is translated and interpreted in this area uh, era of social media. And that's what it is. So, you know, so I'm with Stephen A, but I, he wasn't 100%. I'm with him, but he wasn't 100% forthcoming in his interpretation of things. Or no. maybe maybe he just saw things differently. But the way it comes across to the public is, yes, yes, you were calling him out, which you have the right to do. And you do need clickbait, as all public servants need. Clickbait is what puts people in office. Mm-hmm. Call it whatever you want. Okay? Yeah, I, I think you're looking vote, down on clickbait. Uh, that's right. You, I think Stephen, he's Stephen A. No, you not you not even understanding what you're saying yourself. Okay. Okay. Um. So let's move on to someone else who is clickbait, uh, Kanye West. But really, this has to start off with Nicki Minaj. So, uh, Nicki Minaj has said the train has left the state station regarding her collaboration with Kanye West you know, after he asked for it to be included on his new album, Vultures. And so the name of the song is New Body. And this this was recorded five years ago, 2018. And okay. Kanye West put on X, his uh, text message to Nicki Minaj. And he says, hi, it's Yay. May I call you about clearing New Body on the new album? Okay. And the text message didn't receive an immediate response from her, but Nicki Minaj went on Instagram Live to say, now regarding Kanye, that train has left the station, okay? No disrespect in any way. I just put out a brand new album. Now, why would I put out a song that has been out for three years? Come on, guys, you know. And then she went on, um, on a separate interview, she talked about how he wanted, he was in his gospel era and he wanted to remix the song and change it into a gospel song. And that wasn't what she was feeling. That wasn't right. what to do. Now, right. fast forward it to Kanye West, who went on a recent disturbing 10 minute rant during his Vultures listing party in Las Vegas, in which he talked about Hitler jesus christ and donald trump he even you know called out some of his former business partners he says is 60 million of us in america 60 million jews in the world which i don't think that is accurate anyway he said who's going to make the hospitals though he's a zionist trump this is what i've been trying to tell you jesus christ hitler yay third part party sponsor sponsor that West told the crowd, shut the F up before screaming about how all the rich Fs in the room put their kids in Zionist schools. 
I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, he went on to say that Jewish people own every hospital, bank, and private school in Los Angeles. He then spoke about his eldest daughter, Northwest, who performed with West, we know, earlier this week. My daughter ripped up the MF and couches in the house to be able to be with me right now. And then he decided to call out uh, Drake. He called out Jay-Z, Adidas. This is what you've been waiting for, Kim. This is what you've been waiting for. Now, my at this listening party, people paid $2,000, $2,000 per ticket to hear that. You think maybe Good. that's why Nicki Minaj uh, didn't want to be featured Good. on the album? But what right. are your thoughts, Mom? Right. My thoughts is that, come on, come on. It's clear. It's very clear. Kanye is just being loud to, you know, say what he wants to say and whatever repercussions are, you know, uh, are going to be the consequences, you know, whatever the repercussions are, whatever the consequences are going to be, they're going to be financial. He've, he's already felt some and whatever the other repercussions are, he'll just have to, you know, deal with that. Okay. He's not, uh, he's not shut down. He's not, uh, gagged. He's not banned. Oh, you know, overall, mm -hmm. I mean, he he is, you know, exercises his freedoms of speech under the United States Constitution. So he's, you know, able pretty much to still go around and say what he wants to say without being contained or locked down or whatever. But in terms of the uh, the lucidity of what he's saying, in terms of the truth, okay. Uh, the veracity of what he's saying, and on and on and on and on and on. Most people don't agree with him. Most people do not want to be aligned with that type of hateful speech, that type of cuckoo-ness. Most people don't want to deal with it. And he's been going on like this for some years now. I don't know what happened with him and Nicki Minaj. I don't know if this is a follow-up to a conversation they started five, 10 years ago. I don't know what happened, but I know in the recent years, Kanye has been very, very toxic. I think due largely to poor mental health. Yeah. I okay. And I mean, people can have their own thoughts about it, but that's how I feel about it. And and I agree with Nikki. I think he's toxic and I would not deal with him on any type of professional level, on any level to do with my career. And my and who if, is paying $2,000 to go see and, and And if And if by chance I was foolish enough to pay $2,000 to go hear him with that kind of rant well guess what i learned from my mistakes as well okay the only people at this juncture that i see that would even deal with anything with kanye's are people who are very uninformed very foolish very uninformed or either they're trying to use him and that's what i see well his that's what i see his rhetoric yeah. is extremely dangerous and clearly you know, it's hate speech. It's hate speech. Yes. yes. And, yes. And, and he's uninformed and it's not even true. 
Right. And, and his and his statistical data is not even true. And he, so, you know, he needs um, a lot of psychological help. We we know that. And I don't think that people should continue to support someone until they get help. And wait that- a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just say this. All my good wishes and everything go out to his little daughter. Okay, because oh, because yeah. I, 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 I that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to speak on it's not even about anybody's parenting style. It's about is he even competent to parent at this point? Just because you made a child physically does not mean you're competent to parent. Is he competent to supervise an 11 year old? Is he competent to supervise himself? I think she's 10. Well, well, whatever. Is is he competent to parent? Is he competent to parent? Should he not be having supervised visitation at this time? Well, is he competent to parent? That's a whole nother thing. Because if I'm Kim, I'm worried about how he's influencing my child. Well, listen, I have questions about both of them and that's none of my business because right, right. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not going in with them with that because, you know, this is, like we said, in our opinion, I personally, everything, everything is in our opinion. Right. And but the I'm only not- reason I address about his child to me, when you introduce your child, then your child is fair game. You introduce your child. You did nobody attack your child. It's not even attacking your child. It's about we're concerned about protecting your child because she's a child. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, just getting back to the thing about Nicki Minaj. Uh, you know, I co-signed 100 percent with Nicki Minaj. I, I co-signed 100 percent. That's all. That's all I want to say. All right, so let's you know let's just move on because it's just too much stuff going on. Um, it's a lot that 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 really that can go. We could go with that one for a long time. Okay, um, wanted to give a quick update on Matthew Perry's cause of death was the acute effects of ketamine, and um, from my understanding, that medication is used to to treat uh, disorders. Right, um, I'm not exactly sure which ones, but it, I don't know. Um, it just the whole thing is just sad you know we know he passed away at the age of 54 and he was found unresponsive in a hot tub at his home in in LA so just you know just sad for that entire family and um you know drugs man so any anybody out there struggling with addiction please know it's no joke it's no joke it's no joke if you escape you're lucky okay if you if you want help reach out okay you know, listen, we got it that it's a disease. And I don't know what people think that means. When you say something is a disease, I don't know what you think that means. But I'm here to tell you, it's a disease that you can, some people say, totally cure yourself of. It's a disease that most certainly can be managed. It's a disease that you can certainly get help for and understand it is a self-induced disease okay please don't get it twisted okay it's nothing that you got because you was walking down the street or you contracted from somebody else it's a self-induced disease it's a disease that those who suffer from it have to put in a lot of effort to continue to suffer what with okay you spend a lot of money pursuing that disease okay and staying involved in that disease so understand you kicked your ass into that disease you can kick your ass out of that disease and that's what I want to say. And that's how I feel. Anybody want to come? Come right on. 
Well, my, I think that, you know, it is a, a mental health d- disease as well, because what led to it? Was it depression? You know, what, right. what, of what course, led- of course, yeah. of course. Okay. Of well, course. I mean, I don't right. I think many other and, Right. And and isn't there help for that? If you don't believe that, it, huh? if you don't, well, that's what I'm talking about. If you don't, and, is, and aren't there other choices, other ways to deal with mental illness? Everybody dealing with mental illness does not go to drugs. Okay. Everybody does not go to illicit drugs, uncontrolled drugs, mismanaged drugs. Okay, street drugs, okay, contraband drugs, okay? There are drugs that can actually help you and that are legal, okay? So I'm not even going there. What I'm talking about is the choices that you're making. As I said, you kick your ass into that, you can kick your ass out of it. And we have to believe that. We know it's true, number one, because we've seen many people do it. And we have to believe that. If not, it's just to say, well, we have no control over our lives at all. We just bumble through lives whichever way the wind blows, And that is not true. We do have free will. Well, let's let's move on from that. And okay, R.I.P. to oh well, R.I.P. 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 You know, you say that, but you're being disingenuous. You know, you're being disingenuous at the same time. If I'm on drugs, uh, oh boy, if I'm you know actively using drugs or whatever, you might not open the door for me. You might not invite me to the family dinner. You might not want me to babysit with my nieces and nephews. You might want to put my children in foster care. Uh, there's a big price to pay, okay? And there is social stigmatization of people on drugs. You don't want them in the house. You get, Did you get your certificate from the rehab certified in gold before you even, op- even open the door for them? You don't trust them. You don't nothing. It's destroyed many, many families. It's a serious issue. And we have to believe that we have some choice in the matter. Otherwise, we just give in to drug addiction. You know, no. And that's that's not it. That's not what's up. That's not the truth. That's not it. Okay, ma. Okay. What are you over there uh, in a stupor? What are you over there? I'm comatose? not in a stupor. I'm listening okay. to what you're saying. I mean, you you was a serious subject, and you you went okay. in. Okay. 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 All right, ma. Um. So you know, let's make things a little bit more upbeat. Let's talk about um some TV shows. Let's do that because it is the holiday season. All right, we're gonna start off with an excellent film called. Yes, Chef Christmas, starring T- <laughs> starring Yes, Chef Mori. Christmas, good. Starring Tia Mori and Luke Humphrey and the Cake Boss star. Remember the Cake Boss star, Buddy? I don't yes. know. Yes, yes. Okay, so Tia's character- I think his real name is Carlos from Hoboken, right? I don't know if it's really Carlos or Buddy, but he's from Hoboken. Yeah, he- Oh, okay, well, all right. Well, I, I, I was thought it was Carlos- but maybe, I always thought it was Carlos too. I don't know if he was Carlos in the show or whatever. Listen, listen, it maybe it is Carlos' buddy. I don't know. Maybe you know. Oh, okay, or buddy. You know, Carlos. When, you know when people become stars, they change their name and they you know or they use their middle name or whatever. Okay, here we go. Um, so Tia's character plays a, I guess, a culinary school instructor who receives a mysterious invite to to an annual holiday cook-off in which she was paired with a mentor who, for whatever reason, she didn't really get along with him when she- The reason was because 
He, you don't have to he, tell him, no. Oh, oh, you don't want, okay, 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 okay. I thought you wanted us to tell. Go ahead. No, the, so the undisclosed identity of the person, the the inviter, uh, plays a big role in the story. Now, Ma, what are your thoughts on this? There's love, there's mystery, there's intrigue. What are your thoughts on yes? It 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 was the stereotypical cornball Christmas movie, okay? It was a stereotypical lifetime or hallmark or whatever it was. One of them, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Christmas movie. Now, the thing that was nice about it is that it was Tia and we kind of embraced Tia. And it was a little piece of it that was just sort of about resolving old wounds mm-hmm. and a, a, a major old wound of hers, although she had a happy life and everything, mm-hmm. an old wound of hers um, was sort of healed or uh, resolved, however you want to look at it. And mm-hmm. so um, the beautiful part is that it have had a happy ending and supposedly Tia could cook I don't know. Tia has a cooking show on. I think she she probably can cook pretty well. Uh, I give her that. And um, I think she may have found love again too in the movie. And somehow, sometimes we conflate, you know, what's going on off screen with what's going on on screen. So it was kind of a happy ending. So I okay. did like that part. Okay. Other than that, it was your regular, you know, cheesy Christmas type movie. Well, I mean, there was a couple of things. I, you know, I really like Tia. Tia's my girl. Um, I just oh yeah, like Tia. But you know, the casting was just a little bit off. You know, there was some, some people that were supposed to be maybe a grandparent. I'm not going to say maybe, maybe not. And somebody may or may not be the mother. The age was all off. It just was not right. Mm, mm. I don't know why they did that. Yeah. It didn't make guys have yourself a little eggnog and you'll enjoy it even more. Eggnog is vodka or rum. Uh, That's right. That part, yeah. That's right. Or or old fashioned blended whiskey also was good in eggnog. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe I should make up. Okay, never mind. Um, what do you give it? What is your rating? I give it a high, high six. A high, high six, so it's a premium six. Yes, a premium six. Oh gosh! Um, oh gosh! I give, I, I give it six because the food looked good and the message was love. I'm gonna give it a, a five and a half just because I like Tia. Uh, premium. Oh yeah, and also because I like Tia. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good, but you know it's sweet. You know, in the holiday season, cheesy type. Uh, movie but uh the casting was off except for tia i wasn't even that crazy about the quote-unquote love interest he was okay yeah mm, yeah okay. well it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of heavy romance <laughs> you know it's kind of subtle <laughs> <You're right. laughs> well anyhow but you got the message that's what it was supposed to be you know so right. okay Let's move All on. Right. Oh. Shout out to you, Tia. Glad to see you still doing your thing. Shout out to you, Tia. Tia's always okay. working, man. Uh, oh, that, well, that's good. Okay, number... What am I saying? Number two. Okay, so the next movie is The Family Plan, which is starring Mark... Oh, Wolf my God. Oh, my and, uh, goodness. And Maggie okay. Q. 
And I know I forgot the woman that plays his wife, her name. But anyway, mm. uh, Mark Wahlberg is playing a, a quiet suburban dad. Um, he, you know, he's married. He has three children and he's working as, I guess he's supposed to be a car salesman. And the kids range from the age of 10 months to 17 years old. Um, but it seems as though one day, just really randomly out of the blue, his past has caught up with him and he has to reveal to his family what his past life was, Ma. What are your thoughts on the family plan? Oh, my thoughts. Monahan. I forgot her name. This is the wife. Sorry. My thoughts are as follows. When I see Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> I think of three things. Oh, no. I think of that song he made, whatever, that Good vibrations. <laughs> yeah, good vibrations. I think of that. I think of the racist young white boy who, oh, attacked, uh, who attacked the Asians yeah. in his area in South Boston. Yeah. And I and I think of the guy who made fear, who was a violent bully. That's what I think of when I see Mark Wahlberg. And I have never been able to get beyond that, even after he made Ted. And Ted was cute. All right. But I never did. I never was able to get past that with him. And that's who I kind of think about Entourage? he is. I... And didn't remember him too much in that. He wasn't. He wasn't in, in it. He was an executive producer. Uh, well, whatever. I I just told you what I thought of. I told you my thoughts. You don't have to ask me anything else. I told you what I thought of. You. Oh, and and that's what I think of, and that's how I think of him, and that he made a sucky movie, and that's what I think of the what family you... plan. Okay. Well, let me. My, you're funny. So this was not a good film. I didn't think it was going to be a good film. I guess, you know, it was just supposed to be something, you know, around the holidays again to bring the family together. The kids can watch it. Adults can watch it. Everybody can, you know, talk a little bit in between, have a little sip, you know, play games with the kiddos, that that type of thing. It was not anything to make any sense because the plot didn't really make sense. The why is it? And I, I really hate this. And maybe because I'm very fortunate to have, you know, I have a small family, but the family that I do have, I feel as though they're very loving towards me. I don't feel that they, I don't feel, I just can't ever see my mother like turning against me and plotting to kill me. Oh, that was dad. ridiculous. Oh, All that was ridiculous. Things. And I'm just like, where, where mm, that, that, that whole that whole right. dynamic between him and his father was ridiculous. Just, yeah, just I, yeah. I, yeah. So um I, I'm gonna give it a okay. So this is the funny thing about it. It wasn't good, but it's one of those pictures that you can watch and do other things, but it's still going to get a hooch from me. It's going to get a high hooch. I'm going to give it a 4.5 hooch. Oh, so lovely. Good. I'm giving it a three. <laughs> and the only reason, I don't even know why I'm giving it a whole three. I, I, I don't even know why it's getting a three. It must have had some nice scenery in the background or something. I don't even know why it got a three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing. Hooch, hooch, hooch. 
bad <laughs> hooch. Okay. So we're going to move on to Raising Canaan. So, oh, yeah, there's a lot going Ooh. on. Raising um, so let's, let's, let's try to break it down a little bit with some of these characters. So Detective Howard, a.k.a. Omar Epps. So he is still dealing with the death of the, his partner, Burke. Who yeah, he, who yeah. He killed, who he murdered. Now, um, he's noticing that the ex is still around and the ex does not trust Burke's him. ex. Burke's, Burke's ex. ex. Yes. It's still around, and right. she's not going to let that investigation die. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. So we'll see what happens with that, but that's the issue, and he's noticing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what is he going to do? He can't kill everybody. After a while, it's going to you know, be him for real. All right. You know, right. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so um, let's move on to uh, Jukebox. Jukebox and Marvin. Uh, Jukebox is going after this, you know, becoming a member of girl group. She did her little thing. She was up there for, she said, like 30 seconds, sounding good. She didn't have her, um, her, her company piece because Lou was out misbehaving. Oh, he was in jail. I forgot. He Lou, got Lou was actually in jail at the time. Right. 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 So, right. But, but she went up there and she still did her thing. I don't know if she's going to get into the girl group or not. I don't know if they're, but we know there's going to be some issues along the way because as I was, me and you were talking about this, mom, that Jukebox grows up to be um, Anika Noni Rose's character which is still, you know, jukebox as an adult. And she is right. not a happy woman. She's a nasty. She's right. a criminal. A hard she's terrible. <laughs> right, right, right. So but I don't, we, just, we just don't know what happened along the way. Along the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of things could have, a lot of things could have gone down because, you know, clearly a lot of time passed, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Um, and then um, you know, talking about But I think I think your point is well made that we can we can pretty much assume that she wasn't uh she certainly didn't have a lengthy career as a successful uh singer, you no. know. Otherwise she wouldn't have been doing what she was doing. No. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Even if she had short term success, it just was short term. You and, know, right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. and then her father, Marvin, who I, Marvin, I really like Marvin a lot. But what the hell, my, is going on with him? And what, what was that when he went to some like it looked like a like a hotel or mo- no motel room? And who was that? I got to do some research on that. I failed. I, I, I don't know who was that person. He rescued, paid, yeah. paid the money, paid the ransom because yeah. he was like kidnapped or something. And yeah. got him out of there. I don't know. They haven't they haven't disclosed to the audience who that person is yet. Yeah, I think or maybe if we saw him, we just couldn't tell. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out for you guys. Um, you know, on the next episode because I want. To oh yeah. Up. I'm I'm not sure. That's not good for me. Um, yeah. but but otherwise, you know, Marvin has become very likable. Um, he always was likable, but he mm, really he, loves his daughter. He's, he's likable, but he's also. Uh, foolish. Murderer. And he's, he's also foolish. a killer. Right, right. Yeah. He's also making some bad choices there. And anybody that get too close to Marvin, they're going to get it. Anybody right. getting too close to him, they, they, their days are numbered. And I, and I forgot to Marvin mention Marvin is dangerous. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I forgot to mention that Tony Danza and his crew, um, you know, they had to go uh, to 
jail a little bit or you know get questioned yeah. about yeah. Saul's murder but I'm not worried about them they'll be right 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 now Lulu Lulu is off on a bender and um I don't know I didn't really like what they did with his character this week now I'm not talking about him getting into a fight and getting arrested I didn't like where it led him to that bar and that lady uh the- right the bar owner. It's so right. it seemed disingenuous to me. All right. And, and there's no way that's going to be a good look for him. No, no way that's going to work out good for him. I'm mm. with you. Uh-uh. It's, it's like he's stepping back and then wait a minute. He didn't even go away. He's still right there in the same town. If right. he was trying to, if he was trying to get away from everything and he went to some unknown little spot or whatever, but you're still in the same town doing what you've already done and you're going to step back and do that. It just right. doesn't even make good sense. Nah, nah, nothing good coming out of that. He's not making good decisions right now. It is a result of him being, you know, um, angry with rock, you know, drinking too much and on and on, you know. So mm, not yeah. not good. I'm I'm with you. I don't think Lou is making good decisions right now. No. And okay, so speaking of rock, well, I mean, I guess we can go with rock and unique. So all of that stuff with Rock and Unique, listen, they look good as a couple, but there's a lot of things there. First of all, they are not a couple because Unique is still living with his baby mama. Doesn't seem to be much romance or, or, you know, in love, but more of, you know, oh, I love her. She's the mother of my kid type of relationship with the girlfriend but that's going to be a problem because the brother ronnie is there and he's a sociopath and he oh my goodness yeah, oh he he is trouble. he's scary oh he is scary right and i just don't i don't know i'm worried about i'm really worried about rock and unique because it doesn't make their relationship doesn't make sense except they look good together they're both attractive people and they look good together because rock is trying to get out of the business. Unique is trying to go further in the business. You know, unique has the baby mama there living with him in the house and has his brother there in the house. And the brother is trying to cause a division between anybody that's close to, um, to unique. unique. Yeah. And, yeah. And you know, he can't stand rock. You know, because he thinks that Rock is the boss and, you know, anytime she's around, she's a hustler, you know, and he found out that Unique is sleeping with Rock because he followed. Right. Right. That's right. Because he put his own brother under surveillance and he's also trying to cause disharmony in the house with Unique and his um. The baby's mama that he's living with. Yeah. I don't want to say baby's mama, but his girlfriend oh, that that's he's what living it, with, that's you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's giving baby mama for sure. Yeah. And you know, so it's just that that whole thing. You see that is about to blow up any minute. Yeah, I can't all, all that. that situation. And that brother, I can't see see him staying in on the show long. I can't I can't see that because he's too dangerous to everybody. Right. He has he has no allegiance to anyone. The only one he could have allegiance to would be his brother, and he's doing things to hurt his brother. Right. So you know, I I don't even see him staying on there long. You know, I may be wrong, but mm, I don't see it. And yeah. he's 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 way scary. He's way scary. It's just a matter of time before everybody's backing up from him, and they people are starting to already identify him as scary. 
Because yeah. you know, fam- fam- famous and Canaan was already saying, oh, he's creepy. Oh, no. You know. And then he's going after them, you know, and that's going to be a problem because you know Rock is not going to have anybody going after her son. Now, right. That's that's not really going to work not. out. Like I said, I don't see him staying on there long at all. Yeah. And Unique, I don't, Unique doesn't want anything to happen to Rock, whatever the case is, you know. Right. Right. Whatever their relationship status is, he started to have some type of feelings for her. But that's right. And I'm looking at Omar Epps. What's going to be up with Omar Epps? Because he can't just go around killing everybody. At some point, he's going to be exposed completely. It's not going to be suspicion and innuendo. At some point, he's going to be straight up exposed. You know, now how that's going to go down on, you know, in the series, I don't know. But at some point, he's going to be out there. You know, okay, okay. So, um, you know, we oh, and then finally, my um, Canaan, but raising Canaan is fire. It my, continues to be fire. My, my finally, we didn't mention about Canaan. Canaan and famous, oh, what? and their delivery oh, yeah. boy set up mm, the performer there. Well, I'm not that. I'm just no. Well, I, let's see. That's a quick money grab, and they know it's just a matter of time before they get busted. They're just trying to make what they can make as quick as they can make it. You know, they're young boys in their mind. They're not even worried about billing for the future. They're trying to get some cash right now. Right. And, and you know, Kanan, like I said, he gets more cred than he actually deserves because he's Rock's son. That's how I see that. You yeah. know, that that's his protection because nothing else, n- nothing else with him. You know, he's, you know, making foolish choices, you know, and putting himself out there for nothing. But he's young. He's still, he's a, what, he's still a teenager? Still, you he know. still should be in high school, whatever. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so so that's it. So that's all. You know, that's that's all I see. I don't see no, nothing insightful, nothing intelligent. I see him coming off as a typical teenager. A typical teenager making lame brain decisions. Bam. Okay. Um, all right, Ma. We have a couple more shows, but uh I think I'm gonna make these two really quick because Fargo, um, season five, episode five, I did not get a chance to watch this week. If there's anything you want to say about a cool, if not, you know, we can save it um and talk about it, you know. We can save it until we can both talk about it, but I will say that, you know, um that uh John Hamm is fire. I see how he got his nomination for this. His character is fire. And that's and what know, I'm going to say. And Temple got a nomination too, just to let you know. Okay. Okay. Um, and so the other the other series that we started, and this actually aired earlier this year, uh, we started watching it because we will we really want to talk about it um, when we do our Golden Globe special um, to see who, who wins. Because it's uh, Lawman Bass Reeves and David Oyuelo is nominated for um, best actor in this category. So he's in it, obviously, uh, Dennis Quaid and Barry Pepper. And it is the untold story of the first black U.S. Marshal. And I had never heard of it. Uh, and I've only seen one episode so far of the series. And uh, I don't like war. I don't like a lot of like, you know, racial uh, stuff where, you know, people are obviously is slavery, uh, just like ill treatment of, of of black people, of human beings in general. Uh, and so that is hard for me to watch, but the acting is really good. And, um, you know, I'm interested to see where things turn out because the first episode, there was a little bit of a triumph for, um, 
for the lead character, for David Oyewolo's character. So I'm not your thoughts. Well, the, the, I'm just going to say the major triumph is that he lives through it. All right. You know, because he actually was participating in the, in the Civil War and he was fighting on the side of the South. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So which seems really difficult to conceive. All right. You know? right. Um, right. But but it actually happened and um, and he survived it. OK. And we'll leave it there until we go deeper into it. OK. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so let's get into a couple of the reality shows. Um, one, um, I know we're not going to talk uh, much about uh, as well, because it's not a whole lot to talk about, but I just thought it was a cute little show, which is, you know, I've become really into Big Brother lately. Um, the Big Brother Reindeer Games, which features nine all-star legends from the Big uh, Brothers franchise, the regular, um, you know, reality series. And they're all competing in, you know, pretty even-handed, you know, fun Christmas festive holiday uh, competitions for $100,000. Now, although I think that all of them, because most of them have clout, some obviously more than others, have received payments to just be on the show, um, it, you know, it, it, not including any type of prize money that they may win. Uh, Ma, I don't know. You had a chance to watch a couple episodes. What are your thoughts? Um, I thought, it, I think it's very interesting. I think it's very cute. I don't have much historical reference for it. I think it's fun. Um, they are somewhat competitive, but I haven't seen them be really, really cutthroat yet. However, I can see the level of competitiveness escalating mm -hmm. as I continue to watch each show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have seen them do things uh, that are out of vindictiveness. Mm -hmm. I've seen them uh, try to use uh, emotional manipulation. Mm -hmm. And I've seen them be dishonest oh, uh, yeah. with, with each other. But that's all in the spirit. Right. Okay. And the and the nature of Big Brother. Of Big Brother. So, yeah. right. So, um. So we shall see. And and you know what? But what I do like about it is that the competitions are so varied mm -hmm. that it doesn't, uh, you know, each personality and physical type mm -hmm. has the opportunity to excel. Mm -hmm. Like one competition will be based on, oh boy, if you're thinner or one will be on if you're heavier, faster, slower, blah, 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 blah. You got me? Uh, yeah. Everybody has an opportunity to shine in at least one of the competitions mm -hmm. because you'll get an opportunity to demonstrate whatever your uh, strengths are and your weaknesses, too. So it's good. And in other words, it's more fair. It's more egalitarian in terms of everyone having a chance to excel. So I do like that. Um, that's it. And to me, it's a fun, it's a very fun and it's short. It is, you don't have to be so invested in it for two or three months or whatever. It's only mm -hmm. like a few episodes. It's, it's yeah. Episodes. There's three more. Yeah. So yeah. And they're all coming yeah. out on yeah. Monday, yeah. Tuesday and Thursday. So, 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 so I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. And also it has a little twist of being in the spirit of Christmas, which makes it a little bit lighter. You know, it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. So I'm enjoying it. Okay. So that's that's my thought about uh, Reindeer Games. And I am not a Big Brother person, but I'm enjoying Reindeer Games. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, so great, Ma. Um, let, let's move on to our final reality show of the week because we have to get into a couple, you know, we have to do a little Christmas stuff. We are almost at Christmas. Uh, so married at first sight. <laughs> All right, Ma. So we only have three couples left, Lauren and Orion, Ma, to my surprise. And I think to yours as well, they're divorced. That well, was- you know what? I'm I'm baffled about that because there's some people who would been going for over a year and they're still not divorced and they're supposed to be in the d- process of getting a divorce but yet Ron, Orion and Lauren claim that they're already divorced I, I don't know are they really already divorced or are they just saying uh it's in the process and they're referring to it as divorce I'm really unclear Mark, about can that I, can I ask you a question she did, absolutely these other what? people have, did these other people have sex I don't know. Oh, so you saying you think that you think you saying annulment versus hey, to me? Because to me, they don't use that language. They, they, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm it. with you. I'm with you 100. percent But they do not say annulled, and there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. An annulment is like the marriage never took place. I you know, yeah. but a divorce is like it was a legitimate marriage. You know. Right. And, uh, you know, sanctioned by all the proper authorities. And now we've dissolved it, you know. So I don't know, because they just keep using the word divorce. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. They aren't together. I guess I'm, you know, yep. much ado about nothing. The whole thing is that they aren't together. You know, good. So be it. Lauren, keep your head up. OK, that's all I want to say. You can't be serious. You know, Lauren, I think you just said, like I said before, I agree with you, daughter, 100 percent. She's still mourning over her mother. There's no way you could think you lost much of anything when you're looking at Orion. OK, if you look at him objectively instead of through some delusional, uh, you know, eyes, you know, you will see that. My goodness, what was it that I was doing? What just just what was that? Just what in the hell was they even doing me? You need to be talking like what's the guy named Chris who was with Paige when he was dogging him out for pairing him with Paige? You need to be dogging him out for pairing you with Orion. Out of all the men, all the different men from all the places, all the you know, race, colors, creed, sizes, you hook her up with Orion. You know, she needs to be getting on y'all for that and not acting like she lost something that is way that she's saying is far more valuable to her than he really is. She dodged a damn bullet. She need to be kissing y'all because she She got out of it so quickly. She did. Okay. She did, man. So let's talk about the the couples that are remaining. Um, Okay. First, um, I guess uh, Claire and Cameron. And so I just... Uh, for, I'm going to say I don't like any of these couples that are remaining. Um, I was rooting for Becca and Austin, um, but we'll get into them in a minute. Um, Claire and Cameron, I guess Claire is a therapist and uh, Cameron is a bike owner, right? I'm not a bike owner, um, a bike shop. He, he, yeah, he he repairs bikes. Right. Uh, so my issue with them is, is that they are not compatible. Um, Claire is very uh, con judgmental and tries to control the narrative a lot. Um, Cameron doesn't do himself any favors because he's not very forthcoming. He hides things from her, like I like the obviously glaring that his father is ill and supposedly is dying. Um, and the father uh, doesn't know about his marriage, this whole um, right. experience. Right. Right, taking in. Um, there appears to be no sexual chemistry between these two. 
Um, Claire seems like she would be a very difficult person to deal with. I thought that Cameron would be a little bit more fun and lighthearted, but I don't know which if Claire's personality has affected him in that way because I've seen him do some things that weren't so nice, you know, like with the suitcases and run, going ahead of her. But that was several episodes of trying to move forward. I don't see this working out, Ma. Go ahead. Well, what well what I have seen with him. And see, I guess maybe I'm doing this here whole piling things on, but this is how we look at people, especially when we're learning them. We don't know them. What I've seen him do recently is that he's disclosing to one of her friends when they had the little housewoman get together thingy that they had. (laughs) What I've seen him do is share with a friend, somebody he just really doesn't even know at all more than he shared with Claire, who is his wife. Right. She she had been asking him about his family and he would not share that with her. And all of a sudden he just blurted out about his father's condition. Right. So that seemed that seemed very odd to me. And also he didn't have anybody come to their housewarming from his side, friend, family, neighbor. He didn't have anybody show up as if he purposely is not trying to include her in his life or if she's just not that important to him. He didn't. I don't know if he didn't invite him or they didn't come. They didn't come. You know, right. and I think I think he just didn't invite him because that's kind of how he's been behaving. He doesn't seem to be willing to open up and share with her. And he straight up lied to her something to do with his family. He mm-hmm. straight up told her a lie. So I'm looking at both of them sideways. I'm looking yeah. at her with him and I'm looking at him toward her. So at one point I was saying maybe they're, you know, going to be, you know, better together maybe they're just slowly getting to know each other at this point to me i think they've taken a couple steps back oh 100 you know yeah yeah and, I, so, and they haven't kissed it since the honeymoon i don't know maybe since the wedding day but they certainly haven't kissed since the honeymoon there's no there's no type of affection between them uh uh-uh, uh-uh. no yeah yeah no they don't seem they seem like they seem like strangers they seem like, I mean, they seem like strangers who are cold toward each other and not attempting to become friends. You know, to me, they should still be trying to learn each other and become friendly. They don't seem like they're trying to become friendly toward each other at all. It no. seems like they're trying, seems like they're kind of trying to close off and shut down from each other. So, um, you know. And then, you know, and then the next couple, um, Becca and Austin, who I was really rooting for and, you know, I root for them individually, you know, because they, you know, seem like decent people. Becca's celebrating her birthday, her 32nd birthday, whatever. (laughs) Um, Austin, you know, makes her breakfast in bed. That's really sweet. Now, I don't know what happens, Ma. Everything seems okay. There's a couple things. One, the sex thing too. We know Becca is more um, sex positive and definitely wants to have sex. And Austin has, you know, taken things slow. But in the next episode, or at least a preview, is that we see Becca crying and she's like, you know, this thing, this issue is something that could tear us apart. Now, whatever the hell that is, we don't know. But we already like, what? How did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was such a quick turnaround? How come they, they, you know, how come they're doing a 180? I don't know. They're keeping a lot of secrets. The people seem strange and strained toward each other. Um, They just really aren't giving much. These couples really just are not giving much at all. 
I mean, my, we could have done a better job with, you know, putting people together and we're not. They're not even, they're not even, yeah, right. You know, they're not even compassionate in their uh, fights. No. Uh, you know, nothing. Just, just duds all the way around. And then the, the last couple, Emily and Brennan, they were my um, front runners in the beginning and they're down. I don't know if they're going to hold on for the next week or two. It took all that he could do. This is the person who would never get a divorce. Oh, marriage for life that he can. He finally moved in with Emily. And, you know, she does not seem like he's feeling Emily at all. And then Emily's friends come over to the housewarming and they're just going at Brennan, who already is on the his last the leg with, with her. He seems like he right. just doesn't want to be around her. And he's there going at her. Oh, you didn't help her with the party prepping. Oh, you know, you didn't help her move in. And, and then he says, oh, he would have if it was real life. Now, that to me seemed like that was oh right right did you not think this was real life when you signed up for it right was wasn't that you who said you didn't want to you would never divorce and you went and and you know don't you know you legally married somebody and that marriage the marriage is the contract and you signed the contract and that's as real as it gets and you don't understand that you know you don't understand oh baby that's a problem right there and her friends are, Emily's friends are coming at Brennan. What are your intentions? Or oh, I'm questioning my, you know. Well, they were going in. They were going in because they don't like to do. Emily's been telling them how he's been treating her and they don't like it. You know, so they, so they just went in. But you know what? I have to say for Emily, what Emily did. And, and I thought that was nice of her. Emily apologized for her friends. And I thought that was good because Oh, excuse me. However wrong he is in his treatment of her, that's not the friend's place to do all that. That's no, on her. That's on that's on Emily to get with him. Right. That's on Emily to Friends get him straight. No business you know, like, right. You right. Know, that was supposed to right. be, you know, between right. friends when and, she said that. And and that showed Emily as a person of integrity. And, you know, a real person, you know, she's like, look, I'm going to own, you know, I know what's up. I know what I told them and why they did that. And I'm sorry, you know, because that's what it was, you right. know. And 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 they, I, I look, they're the friends you want. They're the good friends that you want to defend you and stand right. up for you. I got it from that perspective. OK, I wouldn't be mad at my friends either. But I would also well, apologize. Well, you know, not well, really. But well, I would also apologize to him. No, well, see, well, see it, it depends because this is such a unique situation where friends, you know, and you're dating, you're married to a stranger, then the friends are going to be way more protective. But if this was, you know, right, right, yeah, known for years and yeah. went through the normal way, then the friends would have been completely out of pocket. Oh, right, but they, right. But they were there. Look, this is a stranger that's not treating my my good friend right. I don't like this. There you go. You, what, right. do you, what do you want this? TV show for a man. So I get it. I, I That's right. Me too. A hundred percent. I get it all the way around. So, you know, and, but, you know, still with their relationship, I don't know what that is because then he made some comment. Well, I said I would never get divorced. So I moved in. What else could I do? I mean, he made that statement on it and I'm like, what? This uh, is your attitude? That's no. not good. 
Emily is not bold well Emily, for the relationship. And he doesn't, he's not into her. At least I listen, we don't know what happens. This is something that I, that I think is, is funny too, Ma, because I'm with Big Brother, like the you know, original Big Brother, they have the live feeds. Wouldn't you like to see the live feeds of Married at First Sight to see what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you tune in at midnight. Is such and such in, in the apartment with them? What's going on? I would like to see that because too much goes on behind the scenes. And I think that we get some edits that aren't right. That's right. The closest we get to any kind of live feed is the after party. And that's different, too. That's yeah. not as genuine as the live feed. Well, and that, so much time has passed, ma. Right, right, no, right. It's, it's, not, it's not It's not no. contemporaneous. That's true. That's mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we'll we'll you know keep you updated on our thoughts on married at first sight. Um. All right, now. So let's get into some holiday tradition stuff because this was another. All uh, right. Okay. Let's go. Here. Okay, ma. Um. So this is the top twenty worldwide Christmas traditions. You know what? I'll save this one for the next episode. We'll go in with um some other Christmas traditions. Okay. So ma. Um. Top 15 best love older traditions. And this is compiled with uh, Reddit surveys, uh, Guardian from the UK, and several other ones. So we're going to start off with number 15. So do, what what do you want? Do you want my comments? You want me just to listen to them? I mean, what what you just want to read them to us? I mean, what's I want you to let me know. Them? Do you like these? See, you oh, like well, do, the well, you didn't say that. that. You didn't right. say that. Okay. 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 Visiting Santa, number 15. Do you like to visit Santa? Oh, that's good for I the don't kids. Know if you like to visit Santa, but yeah. yeah, for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the kids. Right. Okay. Yes, for the kids. Number Santa, 14. Can, Santa can be fun. Go ahead. 14. Chocolate coins in your stocking. I don't like chocolate, so don't put that in my stocking. No, well, I love chocolate. Yes. Okay. Number 13, lighting a Christmas pudding. What? I, I don't right? like Christmas pudding. I don't like Christmas pudding. Go ahead. I don't, I don't I don't like pudding at all. So keep it moving. Okay. I don't know anything about the king's speech. So no. Do you know that one? Mm, no. Keep on going. All right. Christmas pantomimes number eleven. Is that well a we well, we don't do that. It's not a tradition in any of the families I've been involved in. No. Number ten. Oh, I like this one. Leaving milk and cookies for Santa. Yes, this Santa yeah. loves milk and cookies or eggnog or cheesecake. Okay. Good, good, man. Or, or tequila. <laughs> yeah, well, this Santa <laughs> likes tequila. Uh, number, <laughs> number nine, uh, Yule Logs. Watching Yule Logs. I don't like watching Yule Logs. I, well, I put the Yule Log on sometime. Mm. Num number eight, Carol singing. I like the carol. Uh, yes, yes, me too. I love the carol singing. Yes. Number uh seven, having a stocking. Yeah, I think the stockings are cute. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you have your stockings out, right? Yeah, they're out. Okay. Yeah, yeah they're, they're over on the side, on the fireplace, right? On the fireplace, yeah. Okay. All right, I have my Christmas sacks out. Okay, go ahead. No, <laughs> number six, crackers with prizes in it. Well, mm, that I guess that's from another country. Go ahead. No, that's what my my husband's family does. That crackers with yeah, they have they have prizes in it. They call them crackers. They you know they oh you mean those up. little funny things that mm -hmm. that they had the year I was over there. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, they call those crackers. Oh, okay, yeah, that's cute. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant real crackers. Okay. <laughs> I'll just leave that alone. Go ahead. Number five. <laughs> Christmas markers. Oh, oh no. that's why they call it crackers. Okay. <laughs> so, come on. Okay. No. Christmas markets, number five. I love Christmas markets. You do, too. Yeah, I do. Uh, number four, Christmas cards. Mm. I haven't dealt with them in the last years, but they're lovely. Didn't I get you a Christmas card? Or no, I may not. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, maybe. Okay. Number, Go ahead. Number, number I, you, I used to love Christmas cards when I was a kid because yeah. we'd have a long list and we'd write them out. And that was in the old days when they had snail mail and all that. Okay. Well, I always get a lot of well i don't want to say a lot but several christmas cards from well you get them with your gifts you don't get them in the mail so much. no i yes i do oh, oh yeah you still get them in the mail yes we have several oh. that, and i showed you one the other day oh i didn't remember how you got it <laughs> what <laughs> number go six. ahead go ahead with your list maybe it's just me Number of people that send me Christmas. I get Christmas cards for bill collectors, okay? Go ahead. Number three, mince pies. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I don't like those. No, go ahead. Number two, eating turkey on Christmas Day. Well, I don't like turkey, so. Mm-mm. Well, I, I do like turkey, but I don't always have it on Christmas Day. Okay. And number one, my Christmas trees. Of course. Who doesn't I like I love Christmas trees. I put up my Christmas tree. Uh, on November first, yeah, Halloween. Pretty no, it was a, it was the day after Halloween. I know. I'm just messing with you. Okay, okay. My, and so I thought that was pretty cute. Which one is your favorite? The Christmas tree. I love the Christmas tree. Mm, yeah, Christmas tree. I like Christmas cookies. Uh, I also like holiday pop ups, but they didn't have. I, I hope you're gonna have some cookies over your house this year. I'm gonna have cookies, yeah. No, because you, ma- I'm not making them, but I'm gonna buy some nice co- uh, cookies. Okay, so get some Christmas cookies. That's good from the Italian bakery. No, I know who I'm getting them from already. You know. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Oh, that's that delicious good. too. That's excellent too. Yeah, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Only they always only have the same kind. Those are not really holiday cookies. I hope you know that. I, it might be holiday cookies day. I just don't order them. I'll get some holiday. Oh, oh, okay. I'll get All some. Right. Just, you, you have your order in the next day or two. Okay. Oh, you serious? Oh, you know what? I'm going to go online. I'm going to see what they have. Okay. All right, Ma. Okay. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. And then mm-hmm. fi- finally, Ma. So these are the top five most disliked modern traditions. Okay. Go. Go. Number five, the online Santa tracker. I like that, actually. I think it's cute. Okay, go ahead. You like it or no? I don't use it. Go ahead. Uh, Number four. I only use those trackers for my deliveries. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Number four, Christmas Eve box. I don't know what that... What do you mean Christmas Eve box? I don't know. Y'all have a whole party on Christmas Eve, so I don't know what they mean. Well, go ahead. I don't know. Uh, number three, email emailing Santa a wish list. No, oh, that's that's very cute, but I don't do that. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Mm-mm. Number two, getting new pajamas for the whole family to wear. Mm-mm. 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 And then number one, I never got into this. My elf 
on the shelf? Mm, no, I don't know. I think those are traditions for other people. They're not traditions that I'm aware of. These are the modern. <laughs> they said it's modern, so I guess we're not modern. Oh, I guess I'm old timey because I no, I don't do elf on the shelf or whatever. No, Mm-mm. I do not do that. But I, I like the I like the traditions that we practice, and you know, and which are a lot of fun, a well, lot, we, a lot of fun. There was a there was another list that I wanted to go over, but we're gonna do it on our Christmas episode because we have a special uh, Christmas Eve episode, guys, for you to tune into, and so we will um, have that included as part of the show. Ma, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile: the sun, the stars, the moon, lovely family fun. Even bad holiday movies you can still enjoy. Uh, and as I always say, my health. You know, those are the things that have made me smile. Okay. All right. Um, For me, I'm excited about the holiday pop-up. I know I shouldn't be too excited about it, Ma. I'm scared now. All right. Uh, number it two- might be nice. You never know. It could be fun. It could be nice. Yeah. Number two, even though uh, I haven't had a great season with my football people, uh, I'm going to continue to say football. Football's on today. So that's great. And then finally, family, which should probably be number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is there anything that you wanted to say before we go, Ma? Yes. I want to tell everybody to have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Please don't spoil it by over drinking. Well, you know, don't spoil it by over drinking, over getting faded or whatever you want to call it. Please just have a driver. okay? designate a sober driver, not somebody that's as high as you are. okay? a sober driver and have a wonderful holiday season. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your health. Enjoy life. That's what I want to say. Okay. Um, so thank you guys for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on X, on Instagram, on Threads, on Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour, and also all things page you. Send us your emails, guys, at info at bambushihappyhour.com. Also, we want to see you in our DMs. We like it. We appreciate it, guys. We like the good feedback, the bad feedback, the in-between. We just love feedback. Thank you. Also, guys, go to our Etsy shop. You just need to go to our website, and you'll see the, the Bambushi Happy Hour store or shop. Click on it and, you know, get something. You might, like I said, want a Christmas bikini. Who knows? Just check it out. Uh, But we appreciate you guys so much. And thank you for continuing to listen to us. And we'll be back in a couple days. See you soon. Bye. Bye.